0: February, spring training, Bradenton, Florida, Huan Bae and I had a pretty long conversation about what he can contribute to this team in this league at this time. And for about a month, he really did that. And I'm still having a hard time figuring out what happened after that. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Bay ended up being not all that special. But man, do you remember Bay at the beginning? First month. We talk about what went right. When the Pirates started out 20-8, and and we talk about the team mostly as a whole as if they were just some sort of powerhouse, but it was a bunch of individuals that made that happen. Yeah, everyone remembers Brian Reynolds because he ended up getting paid off of those crazy opening two weeks. But if you go back to Bay and you go back to what he did in April and May, This was an impact player across the board. 6.05 OPS in April, but that soared to 7.51 in May. And then it nosedived to 4.11 in June. If you don't know what OPS is, that's on-base plus slugging percentage. Basically a a cumulative catch-all stat that encompasses everything. And it looked like at times he'd have everything. Remember the two big bombs in April? walk-off at PNC Park before that, a big one at Fenway Park. You're thinking, man, he's even got some pop. And you saw the almost automatic ability to steal bases. I mean, he would get on first, and you were just considering it to be a double, maybe even a triple, if he'd get another one. Nine steals in April, four more in May. And on top of that, he made, I'm trying to think how many off the top of my head here, at least two circus catches in the first couple of months. And he'd end up making another one later in the year in center field. And when you stack that on top of the new rules that Major League Baseball had put in for the season that were supposed to favor contact approaches at the plate, uh, additional speed on the base paths. Everything seemed to be lining up for this kid. and Then it didn't. And he ended up for the year, and this is probably the only number that matters, under 296 for on-base percentage. And never hit another home run. And 96 strikeouts against 30 walks. If you're not going to put the ball over the fence or off the fence, and you're not gonna spray doubles, you're not gonna go gap to gap, then you've got to be doing everything else I just mentioned, and you've gotta be doing it at a very high level. Meaning, can't strike out all the time. Gotta get on first before you can steal second. And oh, by the way, he'd only have nine steals over the final four months of the season. I mean, everything just fell apart. And I'm not even going to get into his defense at second base, which I didn't like at all, because I'm not so sure he should have been there. In particular, his throws, I mean, he just couldn't complete a double play to save his life. So what do you do with him? Because he's still, you know, on the correct side of his mid-20s. He's still not somebody who's gotten a full slate of, Major league plate appearances that you'd like to see before you pronounce them as being this or that. And, and yet you can't really count on him. And is he a bench guy? Do you want to consider him a bench guy if he's going to strike out that often? I don't know. I don't know. You can make an argument that, well, if he can play center field and he can play at least second base, that he's got some components to super utility on his resume. But I'll say it again. He really wasn't much of an offensive factor after that first month and a half. Now, he felt, to try to give you his side, he felt that he started getting disrespected by umpires, and he felt that he wasn't getting calls that he got early on, and that maybe some of his reactions influenced them against him, and uh, you you know, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, I don't have much of a stomach for that. Everybody's dealing with the same umpires, and those guys don't get into that much in the way of personal uh, grudges. There's a little bit of it, but not that excessively, and certainly not of someone like Bay, who's so new to the majors. You can't pencil him in anywhere. You can't. Not even the most optimistic person about his potential would do that. You can't even really pencil him in as a part of your bench. For the reasons I just mentioned, is he'd have to really fit some kind of role on that bench. And for the most part, if you're not going to be that type of player that I... Described at the outset, then you got to hit the ball over the wall. That's just baseball reality in 2023, and I'm sure it'll remain baseball reality in 2024. I thought there was something there. I'm not going to lie. I'm still mystified that it wasn't. One more shot. One more good, serious look in Bradenton should tell the tale. I I really believe that. I think he's somebody who can come in into a spring training setting with a specific set of guidelines from the coaching staff and follow through on that and say, listen, I've made some of these adjustments. This is what I'm doing at the plate to not swing and miss as much. This is what I'm doing to work more walks. This is what I'm doing to get back to that uh, incredible steals rate that I had last year. If he can show that regardless of the competition, regardless of the setting, then I think he can open some eyes again. But, man, it's been a while. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. Today's J1Q comes from Andy, who says, DK, what does it say that the Pirates, with most of their top prospects in the majors this year and several recent years of high draft picks, did not land anyone in the National League's Rookie of the Year voting? Awards don't mean everything, but that's a big blight, I would think, on the supposed top five farm system. See You, Andy, are my spirit animal for this particular episode. This is what I'm always getting at when it comes to prospects. Because they will be evaluated and ranked. And then they get to the majors and it's like, poof, they're gone. Everyone stops with the evaluating and the ranking. Why? Well, I mean, they made it. So now they're just another big leaguer. But I'm still kind of interested in that because that's the point of the exercise. That's why you're in the minors. That's why you're playing baseball so that you can succeed at the only level where it counts. Now, where the Pirates are concerned, you know, Henry Davis came up, started well, didn't finish well. Andy Rodriguez came up, he started a little slow, then got going, and then just kind of flatlined toward the end. None of the pitchers worked out. Most of them regressed. In fact, other rookies, by the literal definition of a rookie like Jiwon Bae, who I just discussed, didn't do much of anything. Jack Zawinski was in his first full season as a big leaguer and it was his second season in the majors, so he wasn't a rookie either. And you're right, there isn't anything there. Meaning in the category that you cite, it's not like they got jobbed. It's not like they got ignored. No one should have paid any attention. This is more of a bigger picture thing, though, than it is looking specifically at Henry or Andy or anybody else. I happen to believe in both of those kids, and I think they'll come around sooner rather than later in their careers. But when you're taking the deliberate approach that ownership and this front office did four years ago, when you're tearing it all down and trading away all your veterans for prospects, you're putting everything that you have... And this is the right thing to do into the draft, into Latin American acquisition, into other forms of acquisition. You know, being more aggressive, let's say, than another team might be in a Rule 5 draft. You need to be hitting a lot more than these guys have been hitting. And I'm sure that's what you're actually getting at, which is, is there something systemic that isn't clicking? And I'd say that's kind of obvious and not just because they brought in a new director of amateur scouting yesterday, bumping Joe Delacari from a role that joe had since Neil Huntington was in place. You've got to hit at a lot higher rate than what they have. Henry, it's funny, almost doesn't count. Like if Henry comes through, and becomes a good major league player, he was number 1 overall. You know, I say this a lot and I've said it over the years and it really tick off some fans back in the day. But you could have pulled somebody off the street to draft Garrett Cole. Cole was not a completely uh, you know consensus pick at number 1 overall, but he was the guy that most outlets. So you could you know, go to a newsstand back when those existed and pick up a Baseball America and say, we'll take this pitcher from UCLA who throws 100. Yeah, we like him. Anybody could have done that. What you need to be doing is hitting on other players. When you talk about the teams that are hitting at a higher rate, notably, you know this is the one I'm going to mention, the Braves, Look through their various backgrounds, meaning the prospects, the kids that they've acquired, how they've gotten them, how they've put them through their system and where they came from. You'll see that they hit on everything, meaning the processes, because they know what they're doing. The Rays know what they're doing in this regard. There are a lot of teams that do. One of them, it actually doesn't get enough credit for it, is the Dodgers because they have the zillion dollar payroll, but they also happen to be very good at this thing. The Pirates, unquestionably, are not. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. are going to do another one of these tomorrow.